If your spirit guides aren't your immediate go-to for the practical questions that you have, then you're missing out on a lot of important information. Today's podcast, we're helping you dial in your communication with spirit when you have a question and one thing that anyone can do to start getting an answer right away. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our little virtual sacred space. My name is Christina Wooten. I am a certified psychic medium, and I'm here today with Robert Wooten, who is a certified Reiki master teacher. Say hi, Robert. Hello there. One, I want to start with welcoming you to the podcast, and I hope you're having a beautiful day. Um, Today, our topic is Spirit Has the Answer and How They Can Help You to Find It. I'm so excited to dive into this today. So if you guys have been listening or maybe you've had a reading with me at some point, you know, hopefully, (laughs) that I am a psychic medium. And one of the things that I hear all the time from your spirit guides is how much they want you to talk to them and to really listen to those messages and the signs that you're getting and actually act on them (laughs) because they really do want to give you the help and the support that you need. And I'm going to be really honest and say I've had some readings where someone's guides are saying, hey, I'm up here twiddling my thumbs because so-and-so is just not listening. And what's so funny about this is that those same clients are saying to me, yeah, you know, I got that message, but I doubted it or just didn't understand why, so I ignored it. So today is going to be all about, let me help your guides to help you. As we dive deeper into this topic, I do want to talk about things from your spirit guide's perspective. So what is it like to be a spirit guide and what are they doing? How can they help? Because I want you to walk away from the podcast today having an aha moment. So even if it's just one takeaway, one idea of how your spirit guides can help you that you haven't had before, I also want to get a little bit more clarity for you about where you can start when you do want this help, when you do want to engage with them or have a better quality of life, or if you need help to achieve your goals and be in harmony, not only in your relationships, but the world around you, but also within yourself, which is really important to your inner peace. And what I'll share with you today is really a simple technique that absolutely anyone can do, which I want to impress upon you. And I mean, it's like easy peasy, anyone can do it, but it's simple and effective. So this seems like a tall order, but I know with Spirit's help, we're going to get there today and we're going to open some new doors for you and answer some questions. So let's get started. You've probably heard me say this at one time or another, and I hope that if I say it often enough that it's going to stick. When there is a problem, spirit has the answer. And this has been drilled into my head over these years of doing readings. And here's the key. Spirit guides aren't just here to give you advice about spiritual growth or spiritual connection. They aren't just playing the harp on a cloud somewhere and giving you this lofty, totally intangible advice. 
if spirit guides were only talking to you about spiritual growth or direction, then what about all the other areas of your life, right? So what about career or your business? What about your family, your relationship, your like finances, your animals, your strengths? I mean, if they were only talking about one thing, well, that could just be boiled down to like a one word answer. We'll just say love, right? So and you'd be kind of up a creek without a paddle on all the other stuff. Some people may think that because they're high level beings, and they're in this higher level place, then they're only talking about love. So many people, that's a good point, because so many people do think that this is the only direction that your spirit guides are taking you is in this direction of love. And and I think in a really larger, multidimensional picture, that probably is close to truth. But that doesn't help you here in the physical world so much, does it? We still have a physical life to live, and we still have physical problems we have to deal with. But your spirit guides also know how to help you through that, right? The reason is always love. That's always the answer. When you go deep enough with your why— the answer to that ultimately is always love. When you boil it all down, right. it's the point that they're, they're getting to. Right. I think there's a tendency to go to your spirit guides or to think of them only in the area of spiritual growth or in spiritual development. But all of these areas of life are interconnected. Going back to what I said earlier, when there's a problem, spirit has the answer. And this covers every area of life because everything is connected. You can't really separate spiritual growth from your work or your relationship or your prosperity because all of those things are extensions of your true consciousness. So everything is an extension of that, which is, hello, what really lights your spirit guides up? You know, they love to get into the depth of that consciousness and development. Another way of putting that, the way I like to put it, is life is lessons. Life, everything is happening to help you understand a particular aspect of something, and it is leading somewhere. It is leading into some aspect of some lesson that you're passing through or you're moving on or some greater impression you're trying to receive to help you move through this lesson that you're trying to learn, and that is your practical life. Right. The things that are important to you in a practical way, there's guidance and understanding and navigating that, you know, and having a little bit of perspective that isn't, you know, you and your ego getting all involved can be really helpful so that you can use that information in discerning what the right path is or what's appropriate. So let me just give some examples. Most of these are from readings that I've done over the years, but there are lots of things that spirit can help with. And Of course, this is not even remotely close to an exhaustive list. That would be like a book. But just to give you an idea and get you a little bit out of the box in what you think that spirit can help you with. So some examples of questions that they can help with is, you know, when to sell a house and what updates to do for the best return before you list. If a business investment is a smart one or if it will pay off, I get that a lot. If someone is the best person for you to hire and if they're a good match, what your romantic relationship is teaching you and you are teaching them, how much should you be trying to save each month, the house you're looking to buy, does it have any major issues, how your children learn best and what would help them in school. 
What's your son or daughter's mission and life lessons? And what will that look like in their personality and the themes that they have in their life? What do you need to upgrade before it goes kaput? When will some tough energy lighten up for you? When will your ex finally sign those gosh darn papers? (laughs) Whatever papers those are. These are some very mundane seeming yet practical aspects that you're you're hitting on here they're mundane in a lot of ways but they're also emotional and anytime we get into the emotions it can really cloud our ability to see things with clarity to see things with perspective to integrate the wisdom that we have because that emotion stands in the way but spirit has a lot of practical support And now the help that they give always does look different considering the circumstances, you, your personality, what you need, what is going to help you the most. So that help can be very direct, like the time that my guides told me to sell something in a particular month of April for $4,000 more than what I was going to sell it for. And it was gone right away. Or when I was looking to hire someone to help me out because I had been working like 12 hour days for like several months. And so my guides gave me this person's name because I had been really struggling with that whole process and and letting go. So when I came across this information, and somebody had mentioned this person's name, I was like, boom, ready to act because I knew it was the right person. Or it can even look like hey, this is the big picture that you need to think about. This is what you need to heal to stop attracting this person or this situation. And these are the exact steps to get started with healing. Or it can look like this is what you need to do to get out of this situation. So here are the practical steps in order for you. Or let's get you some more clients or opportunities so you can start making some progress. So hopefully you get the idea because your spirit guides are trained in all areas of life, because you're going to be dealing with all areas of life. You're going to be growing in all areas because your consciousness is expressed in so many different ways. So that's kind of what I want you to take away today. And I also want to mention that part of their mission is to always meet you where you are. So to meet you at your level of consciousness and understanding and help you to take that next step. And for us, this often really involves some real, practical, and tangible direction. So it's like, dumb it down for me, spirit. (laughs) Sometimes I need that, like, what do you want me to do? So I do want you to walk away today understanding that your spirit guides will always have an answer for you that you can apply to your life, and that will give you the highest and best results. Sometimes that may not always be an answer that you want to hear. Maybe you want one thing that spirit says, Hey, Mary, you have the perfect opportunity that you'll love so much more if you just hang on one more year. So they're going to give you the truth. They're going to give you the highest and best direction. Now that you understand your spirit guides don't really have a taboo subject, they just love connecting with you and helping you in whatever way they can, especially when they're invited. And the most natural question then is, well, how can they help you find the answer that you're seeking? So next step, okay, now what? That's a good question. How do you get started in this process? I, I think that now that we've laid the groundwork, that they are there and ready and available to you to help you through your daily activities at whatever level is you're needing their help. How do you 
do that? How do you ask, you know, ask them for help and how do you reach them and know that they're answering? The first step to getting an answer is to state your question. Be clear and simple. So you want to hammer it out and write it down. I really, 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 please hear me now. I really don't recommend asking a complex question that has multiple questions within it unless you're more experienced with communicating with your guides because otherwise it's going to feel confusing. For our purposes today, we just want to be nice and clear and simple and not focusing on the complex. So, for example, a complex question that can confuse you would be, will I find success and prosperity in my job as a yoga teacher? Okay. And here's where that gets complex. This is why it's complex. So you're asking really two questions, success and prosperity. And these have two different answers, potentially. I would also suggest that you define success because success can mean a lot of different things. And maybe the version of success that your spirit guide has and your version of success might be a little bit different. So keeping in mind that in the spirit world, everything is success, right? Because the point of, of learning, you're just learning and experiencing and that's what you're here for. So you see where I'm going with this? You want to niche that question down and be really clear, my friend. So an example of... A good question is, (laughs) if I leave my job as an accountant, will I feel happiness with that decision in two years' time? So you want to notice about that question, it does focus on one major element, and it has a time definition. It's got a parameter there. So I want to encourage you to embrace the timeline when it comes to asking questions, because this really helps them to get very dialed in with your particular question to get very targeted in the response. So maybe you're thinking, am I going to be happy with this in, you know, immediately within six months? And their thought is, yes, 10 years down the road, you're going to feel great. So you want to just be very clear. And that clarity will help you get the right answer that you that you need. Now, if you do want to ask them multiple questions. That's okay. Just break it down to multiple individual questions and don't overwhelm yourself and try to ask like 15 questions in one day because you may start to just get tired and then at that point it's easy to like push yourself too far and you know when anytime you're pushing yourself too far then you start stretching and reaching and that's when you're going to get away from your highest and best truth which can come quickly easily naturally okay but you need a lot of high energy to be able to do that so don't wear yourself out i think if you start asking too many questions in a row like that too you can get the answers start will start feeling more muddled because spirit may be telling you an overarching answer that answers all of those questions, but and you may not be hearing that answer because you've asked too many questions and they're not you're not feeling the answer to each one of those questions. Well, the key in this too is you know you're going to ask each one individually and then wait for your response, and then you would move on potentially to the next one. But I'd really like to see people at a max at like three, because that way you are able to digest and take the information in and process it and go a little bit deeper, okay? So I would really prefer people to stay in that area because you don't end up in like fatigue zone, especially if you're stretching your energy 
quite a bit or if you're not really used to that communication, you just want to, you know, make sure you're giving yourself that space to be extra clear. It feels to me like there is a mindfulness element in this also when you are present with just asking one or two or three questions. You can really be focused in on hearing the answer for just those one, two, or three questions. If you start getting too many questions, you're not really focusing on the answer as much, I think, on the one answer that you're getting. You're you're thinking of the next question. You're thinking mm-hmm. of the next question. You're not present with receiving mm-hmm. that one answer. Right. And I think that's a very good point because, you know, we do talk a lot about clarity. It's so important for you to be clear from one question and one answer before you move on to the next. Because if you're focusing or thinking or projecting ahead, you're not receiving what you need to receive and the the package that's in front of you now, this second. So you're going to miss a lot of the information that's there. So it's a good point. You do want to really be present with the answer, present with the question, before you move on to the next one. So it's like digesting your food, right? Once you do have your question or just a couple of questions, then your next step is to convey them to your primary spirit guide to get an answer. So you can do this by saying it out loud and intending that they hear it. You can write it down in a journal or my favorite, of course, I think I'm a little biased here, is that you can write it in the daily intuitive booster. It has a section specifically for communicating with your spirit guides, and it will also help you to just set intentions and makes communicating with your guides a little bit more tangible and more of a daily thing. just kind of keeps you accountable to that. So here's a link if you do want to grab it at sedonamedium.com forward slash intuition dash booster. Once you've asked your very specific question, then it's time to get an answer. Okay, so pay attention here because this is really a key to help you get very successful with getting these answers and getting them accurately. Okay, so when you're first starting out, what I want you to focus on is yes or no. So once you're very clear on yes and no, then you could just develop that into all specifics and details. But for now, simple is the theme, right? So you may be asking, Christina, how do you know if you get a yes or a no? So here's what I want you to practice is before you ask a question, just take the next day or so and really nail this one. So get really good at yes or no. And here's how you do it. Just write a list down of several statements that you know to be true and you know are yeses. So for example, my name is Christina. I am a psychic medium. So these would be examples of, you know, my favorite flower is XYZ, but things that you know are yeses are true for you. Verifiable. And the same number of statements that you know are false or are no's, like my name is Mark. I am a carpenter. Thank you. I was like, what would I not be? Like, definitely not a carpenter, okay? So (laughs) those types of things. And, you know, really kind of expand it out. Make sure you have a good 10 there, okay? That would be my suggestion. Once you have that, then you can go off on your own. So somewhere where you're going to not be interrupted, you can really focus your energy. So your dog's not hanging out with you trying to get your attention. Your cat's not like knocking water off, you know, onto your computer or whatever your cat does. <laughs> you know, you're able to just be present with your own energy. That's a big deal. This is a little close to home, I think. 
I know it's a little bit, a little <laughs> telling there. Um, so once you're in your own space with your own bubble and your own energy, I want you to stand up. So make sure you're in a standing position because then you can really feel all the sensations of your body when you're asking these questions. So you don't want to be too compressed with your energy when you're sitting down. It all kind of jumbles together. So I want you to stand. That way you can really focus on the sensations. So you're more aware of, you know, if you're having a feeling in the stomach area, for example, depending on your posture, your chest may kind of move forward into the body a bit if you're hunching over. And so that kind of blends a lot of your chakras together. It blends the energy. So it's a little bit harder to distinguish or discern some of the differences that you're feeling. So the standing one kind of get, brings your mind to attention. It elongates your energy field and helps you to focus on it a little bit more clearly. And it just keeps the energy flowing through your body a little bit better. When you sit down, that energy isn't flowing as well, which is one of the reasons that people who sit a lot have a tendency towards health problems, not just from the physical perspective, but because your energy is not moving like it needs to. So the standing just kind of helps you get in alignment, if you will, and pay attention easier. So once you're in the standing position, you're going to really try and relax and relax your mind and say one of your true or yes statements. And then notice how you feel when you say it and immediately after. So what sensations wash over you? What does it feel like? So these sensations can be physical. So you, maybe you have a tightening in the stomach or just some sort of a feeling in the throat or maybe it's some sort of an energetic or vibrational change that you feel, such as feeling lifted or like your heart or chest is open. Whatever it is, I want you to focus on what's different. When you say that yes statement, what happens? What's the sensation? And you may need to say a few of your yes statements, maybe 30 seconds or so in between, so that you can really like dial in on what that feels like in your system, okay? And once you've done that, once you feel comfortable with it, then you're going to do the same thing with your false and no statements. So notice how you feel immediately after just again, making sure that you're relaxed and only paying attention to those new sensations that are coming up, paying attention to what's physical, paying attention to what's subtle. And you may need to say a few of your no statements again for 30 seconds or so in between, just so you dial in on what that no and false sensation is within your body. So once you're really comfortable with your yes, true sensation and your false no sensations, then you want to dial it in just a little bit more by going back and forth between your yes and no feeling. So saying a statement, there'll be a yes statement, waiting a few seconds and saying a no statement, but feel the contrast between the two. So you ought to notice, hmm, this again feels like a yes, this feels like a no, and that's going to help you just have a faster turnaround and again, more familiarity between the difference in that sensation. So once you're there, the next step is to bring this all together. You'll send a mental or energetic thought bubble to your highest and best spirit guide and ask for their help in communicating with you and answering whatever question you have. And going back to, we talked about something simple, something that has a time measurement to it, but something that's very clear and not a complex question. 
and then take a minute and get into the zone, okay, or feel that connection between you and your guide. So let that connection get strong, let your awareness and your openness be there for you. And once you do, then ask your question and notice what sensation comes through. Is it your true yes sensation or your false no sensation. And I didn't mention this explicitly, but now is a good time to do it. It's a good idea for this particular practice for your question to be geared in a, is this a yes or is this a no statement? So again, we're getting out of too much complexity there. Just be clear, yes or no. Another tip that I have for you is just to make sure that your ego is in check so that you don't second guess your actual feeling because you're really invested in the outcome. You're really going, no, are you sure? Are you sure that's a no? If you got to know, it's a no. (laughs) Okay, so make sure that you're allowing yourself to truly just read the sensation. And then you kind of deal with the consequence later, you know, process it later. But for the moment, when you're asking a question, you're wanting the truth. Okay, and so make sure you're checking your ego at the door. So in the initial stages, as a person is beginning this process of asking their spirit guides these yes or no questions, I would think that it'd be a really good idea to write your question down. And as you get your answer, write the answer down right next to it. And then ask your next question, and then write the answer to that. So that later, when you're looking back at it, you can clearly see these answers that you've you've received and not having to be trying to just remember them. That can be really helpful because... You know, sometimes you get into the connection with spirit and it really lifts your vibration. So when you come back, you're like, wait, what just happened? Like, oh, man, if I'd just written this down, it's sort of like the dream. You wake up and you're like, oh, I'm not going to forget that. And sure enough, 10 minutes into your breakfast, you're like, what? oh, I lost it, you know. So that's a very good uh, suggestion for sure. So to really work with the skill You want to get good at it. You want to practice it and just make sure you don't skip the part where you make that connection with your guide first and ask for the help because that is important. So just don't skimp there. Don't bypass that. You want to make sure you're also learning how to recognize the energy of your guide and that that will take time. I hope that you walk away today with just an understanding that spirit guides have an expertise in all kinds of things. So don't limit them. Okay, ask for tangible support. Don't be afraid to ask practical questions. And I also hope that you walk away with a clear next right step for just getting started with dialing in that communication with your spirit guides. So as always, thank you for tuning into the show. We're so grateful to each and every one of you for the light that you're bringing into the world for the love that you're sharing with us just thanks for sharing some of that light today i mentioned earlier and i'm going to just mention it again if you haven't downloaded the daily intuitive booster there is a link to our daily planner system so you can get it for free and just again start dialing in your energy a little bit more making it a habit to start communicating with your guides and making a priority so That's at sedonamedium.com forward slash intuition dash booster. We'll see you next week. Many blessings. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. 
To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.